Rolling in Grace is a podcast created for inspiring hope in others who struggle to be seen and heard on their journey to discover God's purpose in their life with disability and hardships of all kinds. Friends, I pray God has brought you comfort in the midst of whatever hardships you've been facing this month. Thanks for joining me on the Rolling in Grace podcast. If you are new to listening or watching on YouTube, I am Brooke Brown, a Christian author, speaker, and disability advocate living with cerebral palsy. As you heard in the intro, the goal of this podcast is to inspire hope in those who struggle to be seen while also seeking God's purpose in their limitations and hardships. If you have listened to the first couple episodes, you will remember that I promised to share how my cousin Michaela has helped me create an accessible recording space in my home office so that I can create content independently, especially at night and on weekends when I don't have a regular assistant. Well, I am happy to say this is that episode. Along with all of the mechanics of how we set everything up in a way that works for my limited dexterity, I am also going to be honest about some of my biggest struggles in trying to fulfill the creative purpose I feel God has called me to. But before we dive into the thoughtful, spiritual part of this discussion, let's go through the nuts and bolts, so to speak. A few months ago, as I was listening to the Matthew West podcast, he mentioned that he used a website slash app called Anchor to host the episodes of his podcast. He said it was completely free and easy to use, so I took his suggestion. Anchor recently changed its name to Spotify for podcasters, but at any rate, I would definitely recommend it to anyone wanting to start a podcast, especially if they have dexterity issues like I do. It is extremely user-friendly to navigate and learn. Plus, since it's created by Spotify, your podcast is automatically made available to Spotify subscribers. There's just a couple things to be aware of, such as the option to upload videos of your recordings is only available on the desktop website and not the mobile app. And also, even though it advertises that the site will distribute your podcast to the other major platforms of your choice, what it really means is you can find submission instructions for each platform and a space to fill in each RSS feed. You have to submit your podcast to each platform manually, then paste each feed address into the list on the podcaster's site. Yes, it is as tedious as it sounds, but a good way to reach a wider audience. However, I should say that was my final step in launching. The first dilemma that needed to be addressed was figuring out a device I could record on without needing a second pair of hands to set up. When I film with Mikeless help, we usually use my iPhone set in my full-size ring light, having typed what I want to say into my vocal ID communication app on my iPad Pro. Michaela will then either set it next to me after connecting it to a Bluetooth speaker, 
or she will just hold the iPad up to the phone speaker by standing behind the ring light, hitting record on the phone, then play on the app. Obviously, this doesn't work when I'm by myself. Since God had really been pressing the idea of doing a podcast and putting more effort into YouTube on my heart, I knew he would lead me to a solution. After praying for guidance and bouncing the idea off my Kella, I started searching for a good deal on an iPad mini. I started with Amazon, but I couldn't find any at a discount. Then I remembered that Best Buy gives discounts on open box devices. I looked, and with God's blessing, the store nearest me had one for $100 off and it was even purple. It felt like a miracle. I was apprehensive about making a $300 purchase like this with ministry funds at first, but God gave me peace about it, reminding me that it was an investment in ministry that would make it possible for me to encourage and share his love with more people. Michael and I then went to Five Below, which has become one of our favorite go-to stores to find the missing pieces. We found a small tablet stand, a microphone, and a desktop ring light, plus a couple extra USB wall plugs that were shaped like butterflies. I knew that had to be a god wink. Our next mission was to do something about a speaker that I didn't have to struggle with to turn on and off. My first thought was to try an Apple HomePod. Since all my other devices are Apple, I wanted to stay in the family and they are being sold at Walmart, which made it easy. Once we got it all set up, Michaela quickly realized there was one major issue with using it. The HomePod only connects through Wi-Fi and not Bluetooth, so it only plays certain apps, namely Apple Music, which is great but that doesn't help me make sure my vocal ID voice is loud enough for everyone to hear on the recording. So, sadly, I had to return the home pod. But thankfully, Michaela had another option that she was sure would work because she owns one herself. That is the Amazon Echo Dot speaker, which is also a lot less expensive than the home pod. So that was another blessing. The Echo Dot does exactly what I needed it to do, and honestly, I think my vocal ID voice sounds clearer through it than it does through my phone by itself. However, we quickly realized that the starter microphone from 5 Below wasn't good enough to use for recording a podcast, so we took that one back, and I found a more professional quality, yet reasonably priced microphone on Amazon. While on Amazon, I also found a purple Bluetooth keyboard for the times I need to type on the iPad mini, along with a Bluetooth camera remote for an easier way to start and stop the camera. Thanks to a TikTok video, Michaela also figured out to use voice control on the iPad mini by having my vocal ID voice say the command. In theory, we were hoping it would work to just put start at the beginning of whatever I am or saying with stop at the end, but the iPad mini doesn't register the command unless there's nothing else with it. So, that means I have to type in and play the command before I paste my script in the app, which is fine for someone with typical dexterity, who can highlight and select text quickly. 
But sadly, that's not me. It always takes me twice as long to copy and paste anything than it should, so I always end up with almost two minutes of video showing me fumbling around with my phone that I have to edit out. That's a whole other challenge in itself. Suffice it to say that in my case, the camera remote is the more efficient option for recording video. However, the voice command trick is helpful when I'm just trying to record audio as the remote only works with the camera and it's difficult for me to reach the iPad mini screen. I use an Apple Magic Mouse to launch the apps most of the time. Also, there's one really cool feature of the iPad mini camera we didn't discover until recently. The camera will adjust to center my face on screen no matter how off-center I park my chair. The last dilemma to resolve was the power. I needed a way to keep the iPad mini and the microphone plugged in at the same time so I wouldn't have to worry about unplugging and charging when the battery ran low. At first, I thought a splitter would work, but it did not. Then I realized what I really needed was an iPad-compatible hub. So back to Amazon I went. Lo and behold, I found a purple hub that works perfectly. What a blessing. If you can't already tell, I really like things to color coordinate. It's a creative trait I inherited from my mom, who is a former interior designer. And there you have it. That's the basic rundown of my home office recording space. The whole operation took about two weeks of trial and error to set up. If you're watching the video, what you're seeing right now is the behind-the-scenes reel that Michaela created. If you have questions about any of it, feel free to reach out. Now, I wish I could tell you that everything has been a piece of cake since all the pieces are in place, but sadly, I can't say that. You have probably noticed that I missed posting a new episode in April, and it would make me feel better if I could say it's because I had some big crisis come up. At least that would feel like a more legitimate explanation. But everything was pretty calm around here last month. I really am grateful for that, even though it makes me all the more frustrated with myself for not getting more accomplished. The truth is last month was a struggle because I had very low energy and I gave in to distractions too easily. Maybe you know the feeling I mean if you have a physical disability like I do. There are days when you just feel like you're a faucet that's been left on and all your resources are being washed down the drain for no reason. Your body refuses to respond to your mind. That was me last month. There were several afternoons that I should have been typing this out, but even the thought of putting my index finger on the keyboard made me tired. Instead of focusing what little energy I did have on coming into the presence of Jesus through prayer and asking him to let his power work in my weakness the way I should have, I just surrendered to my fatigue and resorted to aimlessly scrolling through YouTube videos. The funny part is that even in my brain fog, I was still mulling over what the spiritual purpose was for me describing my recording process to all of you who are listening and or watching right now. It all boils down to five points with five pieces of scripture I encourage you to tuck away in your favorite secret hiding places within your spirit and mind. 
They will be the prongs God will use to pluck you out of the next soggy salad of insecurities, doubts, distractions, and weaknesses you get stuck in. And, yes, I know that was a very weird and random word picture to put in your minds, but it's the one he gave me, so just go with it. For the record, I have never used a salad analogy to make a point before, so it has to be him. And that leads perfectly to the first truth we all need to cling to when the fog rolls in. That truth is God created everyone, without exception, to be a vessel for his spirit to work through the specific gifts given them to be a unique display of his power and glory in the world. As 1 Corinthians 12, 4 through 11 says, quote, There are different kinds of spiritual gifts, but the same spirit is the source of them all. There are different kinds of service, but we serve the same Lord. God works in different ways, but it is the same God who does the work in all of us. A spiritual gift is given to each of us so we can help each other. To one person the Spirit gives the ability to give wise advice to another the same Spirit gives a message of special knowledge. The same Spirit gives great faith to another and to someone else the one spirit gives the gift of healing. He gives one person the power to perform miracles and another the ability to prophecy. He gives someone else the ability to discern whether a message is from the spirit of God or from another spirit. Still another person is given the ability to speak in unknown languages, while another is given the ability to interpret what is being said. It is the one and only Spirit who distributes all these gifts. He alone decides which gift each person should have." End quote. Nowhere in that passage did I see the phrase, except those who fill in the blank. No one is excluded. If you aren't sure what your gifts are because of your limitations, just ask him to show you in complete honesty and trust that he will. It may not be instant. He may reveal different ways he wants you to use your gifts through your conversations in prayer and your daily experiences. Just accept the process. My Adapt Devotional could be a useful tool to help you know where to start the conversation. You can find the links to the book in the episode description. The next point of truth to hold tightly is like it says in 1 Corinthians 1.27, quote, Instead, God chose things the world considers foolish in order to shame those who think they are wise. And he chose things that are powerless to shame those who are powerful, end quote. In other words, God's kingdom is upside down from the perspective of this world. In God's view, the weakest people will be the most honored in the kingdom of heaven. That's why the stories of people who believe through struggle, disability, and illness are so powerful. We are able to accomplish things that should never be possible. And that's why it's important to remember how Jesus answered doubt in people's questions. Luke 18.27 says, quote, He replied, What is impossible for people is possible with God. End quote. In light of this, it's also important to remember that having faith that God is going to do something doesn't always make sense in our finite human minds. 
Just like in the story of the father who asked Jesus to save his son from the evil spirit found in Mark chapter 9 verses 23 through 24 describes, quote, What do you mean if I can? Jesus asked. The father instantly cried out, I do believe, but help me overcome my unbelief, end quote. We can believe Jesus can do miracles and still have to overcome doubt. It's natural because we cannot fully understand how he works outside of the constraints of this world, but we can trust he does do exactly that. In fact, I have just been presented with an opportunity I never expected in a million years would be possible, and yet it's staring me in the face. My logical mind is unsure how to navigate all the obstacles, but I am clinging to those words and trusting that if God wants me to be in a certain place, he will help my unbelief by showing me how to get there. Hopefully, I will be able to share what the big opportunity is in the next episode, which will not be a month behind again, Lord willing, but until then. I would be extremely grateful for your prayers in the next few weeks. And on that note, I want to leave you with one more nugget of truth to hang on to when you really need it. That is, if you are worn down mentally, emotionally, and physically exhausted from your limitations, believe me, I understand. Like I explained a few minutes ago, that's where I've been for the last month and a half, more or less. I've been struggling with getting discouraged and doubting whether I'll ever have the energy to finish my memoir in a way that brings the grace and hope of Jesus to all who read it, not to mention realizing the other big dreams I've carried around in my heart for years. I've hardly been able to do anything in the past few days, especially because I am pretty sure I have yet another bladder infection, which probably makes the count somewhere upwards of at least 50 infections since the fall of 2019. Sorry if that is too much information, but I did say I would share the messy parts of my life and this is definitely one of the biggest. It's one of the circumstances in my life that makes me feel broken. And yet, here I sit recording a podcast that probably shouldn't even exist according to popular culture. But the truth is exactly what's written in Isaiah 40, 29 through 31, quote, He gives power to the weak and strength to the powerless. Even youths will become weak and tired, and young men will fall in exhaustion. But those who trust in the Lord will find new strength. They will soar high on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint, end quote. If you only remember one thing from listening to this today, let it be that Jesus is your strength and weakness and it's your broken parts that allow his light to be seen. So, bring whatever seemingly impossible desire is in your heart to him and ask him to help you accomplish it. If it feels impossible, but would be a blessing to others for his glory, then you can bet he put it on your heart in the first place. I pray this has been encouraging and a boost to your confidence. And so, in closing, please don't forget to subscribe and send me whatever questions you have about the daily grind of living with cerebral palsy, faith and using your creative gifts, or whatever else is on your mind. 
I am happy to pray with or for anyone who needs it as well. Just reach out. If you would like to support my ministry, your donations are greatly appreciated at brooksbutterflytouch.com. Blessings and peace to you all. And until next time, remember Jesus loves you, no matter what your limitations or struggles are. You are God's masterpiece. He created you to do the good things he planned for you long ago, so keep rolling in grace.